What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Lost Boys Podcast, episode 26. In today's episode, a listener wrote in and asked about what to do if you have a friend who is grieving. We love you guys, and we hope you enjoy. Another hot take from Oakley Wishart, I'm sorry, I don't believe he in serves it. serves him up. He's like a chef in a kitchen. <laughs> it's just like... Bro, if anyone believes in New Year's resolutions, go to the gym when it was open for the first month of January and then go like three months after the new year and you're not going to see anyone in there. It's kind of like that. And I think New Year's resolutions, I would encourage more people is even for myself on this next year and all the goals I have for myself in this next year, goals are so awesome. They're so great. But my perspective's now been going into this year is I'm focused on the next decade. So between, you know, now in the next 10 years... I could have one to two years that were, you know, more of the trials still Mm -hmm. going through the mud, you know, maybe five years out of those 10 are, but I still have that assurance and perspective that I know the compound effect is taking place. So my habits, my rituals, uh, and my discipline has to be on point every single day. And that's just, what's going to carry me through. You know, I don't think in today's society and within ourselves, success is that hard. Okay. The level of maybe finances, maybe that's hard. But it doesn't matter about that. Remove the financial, you know, goals you have for yourself and just dive into who do you want to be? And that person isn't that hard to achieve, but it takes work every single day. And that's where, you know, that the grind comes in, so to say. But I think us reaching the level in our next level, we have to understand the fact that we're loved now by God's grace and you don't have to be anyone you aren't. And there's this beautiful picture I wanted to share with you. I heard it this week. Um... I was listening to a podcast and I kind of had my own perspective on it. And it was in a sense, pretty much the speaker was talking about how what's yours is yours and only uniquely yours. And you're the only one in a sense that I said that has a key to that. You got to think you have your own treasure chest and you have the key. But are you going to unlock that treasure chest every single day and see what's inside? See what that day brings forth? Or are you going to keep that box closed and just be content? Mm. Now you breed contentment. Now, that's a scary place to be. So I think if you just get in a mindset of, I'm going to listen to 10 minutes of this podcast, maybe it takes me a week to finish one. You're still progressing. And just set the bar for you. And I would say the biggest thing is don't compare. Because I know by 9.30 in the morning, I've outworked everyone. Mm. And that's fine. I'm only doing that so my afternoon can be free when other people are working. That's it. Because time is so valuable, bro. And I just don't want to waste it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I know I make strong statements, ladies and gentlemen. You love to make strong statements, man. I do because I think that, in a sense, tells my subconscious mind like where my belief system's at within myself. Yeah, I have a bar, and I, I'm going to set the bar for myself, and everyone else can set their own bars. It doesn't have to be as high, or it can be way higher than my bar. That's okay. That's uniquely yours, and I'm just going to yeah. give you a round of applause if you set a bar. Stay hard. Stay hard, people. <laughs> you know, I was walking through Blinken, David Goggins' Instagram the other day, and he was reposting everyone's stories of them going to the gym, and he was posting <laughs> the same two words that he wrote to me, which is stay hard. Yeah. Which, you know, did it break my heart that he was sending the same thing to everyone? Yes, a little bit. Because <laughs> uh, I felt real special for a minute. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that he was writing that to everyone. That's okay, though. Mm. You know, stay yeah. hard. 
David Goggins. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to this, you're man. <laughs> well, I think another thing is with David Goggins, too, um, I wanted to touch on, too, I, a lot of people can listen to certain things, and I guess you can take what you want from each thing you listen to. Um, but find the recipe for you. I think on social media right now, it's really being pumped out there that, you know, success in the world's eyes is a nice car and a nice house, and it's all materialism. You know, at the end of the day. And, and yeah, the, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah. 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 And so you got to kind of just like, that's why I'm so deeply into not even choosing suffering now. It's more choosing something that's going to ground me. Yeah. Like what is an event that can ground me with my spirituality or growing my faith? So day, uh, right? I, I got a question for you, but yeah, I, got yeah. a, I got a premise first. To me, I look around at a number of people that we would consider successful mm. celebrities um, both men and women. Yeah. Uh, you got yeah. people like Cardi B. Yikes. You've got people like <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. Yikes. You've got people like, like Drake and Kanye West. Yeah. And uh, Lil Wayne and uh, Jack Harlow. And, and these guys who, uh, sorry, uh, exclude Kanye West for a second, but these men and women who their entire lifestyle is hedonism, mm. partying, thrills, sleeping with whoever they want, mm. drinking doing drugs and going to crazy luxurious parties yeah. it's just extreme luxury extreme comfort extreme thrills mm. extreme class and society and status yeah and uh and and an extreme i would say um i would say there's an extreme lack mm. of 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 anything of of deep substance yeah. to be found in that type of lifestyle. Now, mm. they could criticize me and say, "Well, you've you've never you've never swam in a hot tub full of uh, you know, uh models and $100 bills." But and I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good too, man. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need models. I I got my queen, and I'm good. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but 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 here's what I've learned, and and I've really learned this from just going back and forth from poverty to riches, from poverty to riches, very poverty good. to riches, traveling back and forth to Nicaragua, to Cuba, to Mexico, to China, back to Canada. Hmm. And I have I've seen people with everything who are grumpy. I've seen people with nothing who are very very happy, and. All of a sudden, you realize you start to connect the dots. Yes, you bro. realize, oh, I like where you're going. Humans were made to walk uphill. Yeah, yeah. They were not made to lie down yeah. and have grapes fed to them and have somebody fan them with leaves. That <laughs> is a that is a quick route to depression and misery. That is a stale and lukewarm and meaningless and directionless life to live. And I am not tempted in the least anymore. Yeah. I was when I was in high school, man. I was like, dude, I want to be a freaking celebrity so I can sleep with whoever I want, drink mm. whatever I want, party whenever I want. Mm. I want to be like Drake. You know, you see that clip of Drake on Facebook where it's like, uh, well, I'm dating myself here, but <laughs> clip of Drake. <laughs> I sound like a boomer. Uh, <laughs> I clip of Drake on Facebook. <laughs> but uh, he's like, it's, I think it's Drake's birthday party or something, and somebody yeah. goes up to him and he's like, hey, yo, who invited you? <laughs> and he's like, Myself, dude. Do you know who I am? <laughs> but I, I listen to Drake's music, man. And, um, you know, I see this lifestyle of, you know, hanging out with, with strippers and and partying all day and all night. And, mm -hmm. 
and I think he got like a porn star pregnant, and now he has a kid. And, oh my goodness! And man. just like, uh man, that's uh, he's like what thirty four now. Yeah, yeah and I still, sure. I look at that lifestyle, and uh, I don't want to be too critical here, but people that engage in mm. in unbounded frivolous and shallow entertainment and impulsive pleasure are boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Are boys. Uh, yeah. And it's men who take on responsibility, mm. who engage in a meaningful and noble adventure in pursuit of something greater than themselves to put a dent into the universe, to have an impact on other people, a yeah. really positive impact, rather than wasting your time away on, on, on frivolous luxury. Yeah. That will get you nowhere. Rather than that, which is what our culture celebrates. Yeah, exactly. I would bro. say we should start lifting up people who, hey man, you blinking created a really solid two parent household. Yeah. And you made some great kids. That's just it, bro. We should lift up those heroes, bro, because that's really, really hard to do. That's that's thirty years of really, really, really intentional and consistent and hard work to make Absolutely. some great kids, bro. To yeah. make the next generation fantastic, as opposed to sleeping around hmm. and then getting somebody pregnant and then leaving them and then getting some other girl pregnant and having like three baby mamas and then having a side chick. And we laugh about it because you go on TikTok and people are making TikToks about how they're cheating on their boyfriend. It's like a joke. I'm just like, yeah, bro. This so is sad. that kind of betrayal is evil, bro. Yeah. yeah. But we make a joke out of it. And so I think nowadays um, we've lifted up boys. Mm. We've lifted up boys. What do you think is the mm. difference between a boy and a man <laughs> for all us lost boys out here? I, I like that. And to I clarify, like- sorry, before I continue, <laughs> yeah, before yeah. you continue, I see this in myself. Just just to just yeah, be absolutely. absolutely clear, I see the temptation for boyish impulsive pleasure in myself absolutely. every day I fight it. So I'm not, I'm not standing on a pedestal here. All I'm saying is our culture lifts up the wrong people. I mean, I'm going to jump back on this question, too. I think we've all been played different cards in life, and it's up to you how you play them. Mm. And you can play each card to its fullest potential, or you can play each card to its menial potential, bare minimum. And I think, you know, if you're a man, it's that simple. Uh, To me, when I talk about it, say with, I had a similar question, actually, a couple weeks ago. Um, I was on the phone with my buddy and he was, you know, saying like, you know, what's the difference between boy and man type of thing? Very similar question. And I said, I think you just know. And I think another thing is where you can look into your life and see if you're growing into a man, a young man at least, or, you know, out of that boy phase is do you have integrity? Do you even care about your character? Does your word mean something? Because all the great men that I've met in my life, their word means something. And I think that's a very quick indicator to understand that, do you throw your word freely around or do you, when you say something, does that, does that put you almost in a contract and do you respect that and honor that? And I think, you know, growing into say what a man is and a lot of people to have different perspectives on it. Um, I think three biggest things is your character, you know, a man of integrity, mm-hmm. you're, you're focused on more than just yourself because boy behavior always is focused on the individual. Uh, And I think the third thing would be you're actually lurking to serve more. 
you know, a good husband, a good man, I, I think personally comes alongside his wife and, and kids and helps them experiences or go through challenges in yes. life. So it's, it's you big, learning that life is not about you. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. And on this one, too, I'll, I'll touch on that success part. Uh, I've been able to meet this amazing man in my life now, kind of mentor in my life. I can't say his name. Um, just I signed an NDA, yeah. so I can't say. Um, besides that, let me just say this. He is the highest caliber I've ever met as an individual face-to-face. Mm. Highest caliber. Um, you know, for people listening, billionaire level. Like, seen it. I've seen it in the accounts. I've seen it on the books. I've seen the consistency with it. I've He showed me it, right? Um, and with me seeing that, I took a deeper look into his life. And there's no judgment there, but I don't want it. If my life requires me at his age, nor can I say... Um, you know, just let's say a little bit older, where retirement is, you know, right there. And when you've retired six times mm-hmm. like he has, it's it's it shows me more of it's a whole entire life thing. Business, work, life balance. For him, his passion is business. I respect it. I love it. Nothing bad to say on it. But for me personally, I want to learn from him as much as possible. And then I want to implement where can I have a little bit more balance with my work, life, family, you know, or my own health? And I think, you know, besides that whole point there, um, dive in more to who you are and what you want to be, less of the finances you want. You know, stop focusing on what the society is going to view you as if you're driving a nice car, all this kind of thing. Drive something that keeps you humble. If you're a person that needs to have a car to feel status which we all are, let's be honest with ourselves, then drive something a little less than that just to create humility in you mm-hmm. until you can move to that next step in your life. Yeah. But yeah, I think the biggest focus right now, what I'm seeing staring me in the face with everyone is our society has put so much pressure on an individual itself yeah. that you need to do this or achieve this or create this for other people in order to be successful. And I think success in its truest form is a man of character, a woman of character. Yes, bro. And of values and morals. And if you can say that and that you dive and serve into other people, I think that's more important than anything. Yes, brother. We should pursue virtue and nobility, which is is gone from our culture right now. Uh, The fact that, you know, um, the the people getting put on magazines, most of them are are, are half-naked women in their thirties, what mm. like what are we doing? Yeah. Where yeah. where has nobility gone? Absolutely, bro. I would say this, bro. There are plenty of people that young men look up to mm. who are able to get a lot of women. Okay. Mm. Like the, the the reality is if you look at the psychological literature regarding uh gender dynamics, the majority of men are attracted to the majority of women. Mm. The majority of women are attracted to my a minority of men. Yeah. of hyper successful men. And so you can see that in the Tinder statistics, right? 70% of men get swiped right on. Four, uh, sorry, of uh, of women get swiped right on. 4% of men get swiped right on. It's just brutal, right? But it's like um if you're part of those of that minority of men yeah. that most women want, yeah. the, the Drakes and the Justin Biebers and the Kanye Wests of the world that you you not only can you get but it, what, whatever whoever you want but you can get however many you want yeah Uh. and you can rack up a body count of twenty thousand over the course of a lifetime 
but you get cynical. Yeah. Takes a piece and it of your destroys heart. you because because the idea that you can divorce emotions and spirituality from sexuality is wrong, mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about it. Absolutely. And I can see a man who is unable entirely to attract a woman. That's one thing. And the guys who can attract women, they might be greater than the men who can't attract a woman. But there is a man who is greater than that. And he is the man who is able to attract many, many women, but chooses one. Exactly, bro. And this is the problem. This is, this, because we are right in admiring somebody's capacity to be very attractive to a number of people. Good on you. It takes a lot of hard work as a man yeah. to get to that point. You've got to be really successful. You've got to be really consistent. You've got to be very emotionally intelligent. You've got to be very intelligent. Absolutely, You know, you've got to work on yourself. You've got to work on your body. It's very, very hard mm. to get into that minority of men that are attractive. But men get there, and they're like, it's like, it's like a kid in a candy shop. And they just go nuts because they, they, these NBA players that get a little bit of success and then it's just a new girl tw- twice a day. Yeah. And, and it's nuts, bro. We sh- it's fine to admire someone like that. No, it's, it, it's the, the instinct to admire someone like that is fine. It's rooted in the right place. But they, they should have that power under control. Hmm. You should be a monster and learn how to control it. You should be attractive to many women and pick one. And I think that's exactly what makes a man in a sense. You have yes. to understand, like, you have to understand that guys at the end of the day, like whoever wants to say they're righteous and all this kind of stuff and say, oh, I'm such a good guy. My thoughts and everything are all, man, guys know other guys. Why do you think guys in a relationship are hesitant or extra protective of their woman around other men in certain scenarios, understanding what a guy can do. Because they dogs, just like you, brother. Dude, man, absolutely. They're dogs. And that's the biggest <laughs> thing. When you accept the fact that at the end of the day, you know, there's a line of good and evil that crosses in between every yes, man's heart. Yes. And it takes work every single day and accountability, not to anyone else, but yourself and the yeah. Lord, to grow from that. And at the end of the day, you got to accept the fact that I once was a dog. <laughs> like, we have dog behavior, bro. Yes. All we want to seek, if I didn't have any Christianity in my, I didn't have any morals, I had zero values, I was just of the world and everything in the world, and that's all I wanted, I'd be the worst person, bro. You would not be sitting across from me right now, and vice versa. Yeah. And I think accepting the fact that that's really our truest sinful form and understanding how far you've come from that and how powerful it is and why it's not man that's the thing about this whole growth space where i get fired up about it is because it's not an option people Mm -hmm. listen to me Mm -hmm. if you're growing or you're saying i should listen to this i should read this book stop it honestly cut it out you're gonna look back on your life in 10 years and regret regret the word growing because you never did it and that's my biggest mission to every single person listening to this right now pick up a book that's for me I have a hard time where people say it's hard to work out. You're lazy. Accept it. In my truest form, I'm lazy. I don't want to do anything. We still love you, by the way. Absolutely. But some hard love sometimes (laughs) is a good thing. And I know in my life, in grade 12, let me jump back there for a second if I may. I moved in with my brother. My brother was disciplined, man. He was reading. He was waking up every morning early. He was on it. And he started that growing phase. And for me, I didn't know it. I didn't want it. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to be disciplined. I didn't want it. And I was scared from it because I knew I should be doing that, but I'm just not. And 
after his hard love on me for like a year, man, like a year, I was still in grade 12, like a year he was on me about making my bed. A year he was on me, take out the garbage properly, do this properly, do everything properly. When he drilled that home for me, I look back now and I'm thankful for those words. So I hope that anyone listening to that, take offense and let it actually offend you because it should offend you that you're not growing and you're not wanting more out of your life. And yes, that sounds harsh. Send me those hate DMs. I don't care. By the way, my Instagram got hacked. But what I'm trying to say here is if true self-love, bro, in its truest form, I heard it this morning by Will Smith. He said, true self-love is pushing yourself beyond your capacity. And in that moment, guys, when you pick up and read one page, okay, stop, turn to yourself and just say, good job. I just show myself that I love myself in this moment. But people that aren't growing, you're continuing to show yourself that you really don't love yourself and self-love isn't evident in your life. And understand a fact, I know this very true to my heart, If you don't love yourself, you will never have the capabilities and capacity to fully love somebody else. That's why growth in every aspect of your life is important. Drop the mic. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to say it. I got fired up. Oakley, we're short. That's it. Savages. Always ready and willing to offend (laughs) anybody listening to us. I love y'all. I love y'all. I hope you take something from that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we're just going to we're gonna go <laughs> into this nice loving Cut question. Cut to a commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify. Okay, um, we got a question here from a friend. We've got a listener base in UK, everybody. This is mm. phenomenal. This is really exciting. So Great accent, bro. Thanks. So, uh, no, uh, this is actually, um, this is actually uh, a wee girl from the north of Ireland. So... Um, I'm not going to do this accent the whole time of reading this, but I mean, that's okay. I've been listening to Lost Boys for a while now, and I don't know why I got country for a while now. <laughs> Honestly, I just wanted to say thank you. I know I'm probably not your target audience. I'm literally just some random girl from the, from the north of Ireland, of all places, but I've been so blessed by this podcast. I was in such a low place when I started listening to it, and honestly, it was life-changing, just realizing my purpose in life is to glorify God. That is awesome. Wow, man. God's really spoken to me through you guys, so I just wanted to encourage you because I know there's bound to be so many other people that are blessed by it too. Mm. That's amazing. Thank Mm. you. I have a question that I'm not sure if if you've covered before or not, but basically I wanted to ask, how do you help a friend who's grieving? For Mm. context, my best friend's dad passed away really suddenly in an accident last year when he was cycling near home. And she was on a mission gap year in America at the time, working in schools in LA and had to rush home when we were in the middle of a lockdown and COVID and everything. So she hardly saw anyone for months. Mm. Even though things are back to normal now, she hasn't been able to get counseling. She struggles quite a lot with anxiety as well and spiritually just hasn't been good as she doesn't feel like she can trust anymore and struggles to find hope. I'm one of, if not the only person she opens up to about everything. And Mm. I really just want to support her well. I love this gal so much, but at times I really just don't know how to do it. I know this is probably so out of the blue, so you don't even have to answer, but any advice at all would be much appreciated. Praying for you guys in the podcast. Thanks. And what keep a it kind soul. What a kind soul. We won't say her name. Wow. I love that. So good, bro. Do you want to take the first uh, go at it there, brother? Sure. I have a similar situation. Uh, my aunt passed away, uh, I think, nine weeks ago now. And uh, she struggled with cancer. Um, 
well, she struggled with it. Uh, she she was uh, she fought a glorious battle against cancer for seven mm-hmm. years, and it was just um, she was just like a. It reminds me of that poem, "Rage, Rage Against the Dying of the Light," and she was just. Um, uh, viciously optimistic in the face of brutal challenges mm-hmm. and um, stubborn in her joy and uh, ruthless in her peace. And no matter what cancer threw at her, she was there for the people around her and life was not about her. It was about everyone else. And uh, praise God. Yeah, it's just amazing. That's incredible. My Auntie Tiffany. God bless you. Yeah. Um, I talked to my uncle Paul and, uh, he would be in his late thirties. He's got three kids and, uh, yeah, I saw him a couple days after she had passed away Mm. and he didn't have much to say Yeah, because of his faith, which is very strong, uh, mostly I would say because of, uh, my antitiffany, um, he was grateful mm. for her life, yeah, as yeah. opposed to bitter about her death, yeah. Right. And um, we had a like a celebration of life where everyone wore like bright colors because she said that she didn't want a funeral where everyone was crying and wearing black, so oh, she wanted everyone sweetheart. to wear bright colors. <laughs> um, hmm. Oftentimes, there was no advice to give. Um, there was nothing to say. You. Mm you're with people and uh when something like that happens um time slows down it's almost like a car crash yeah yeah and you think the world should pause yeah yeah but it doesn't yeah you think that the people at mcdonald's should stop working and take the day off and you think that the people on the street should stop driving Mm. and you think that everything should stop and consider the fact that you've just lost this person who's so important to you yeah and um, and that lasts, you know, for, for a while, depending on how close that person was to you. Mm. And so I would say um, be with them in, in the slow motion, in the, in the aloneness and in the, in the dark and in the quiet. Uh, just be with them. Yeah. Um, they don't need advice. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to work through it. Yeah. And I would say if you're going to say anything, just be grateful. Mm. Hey, wasn't it great? Mm. Wasn't she awesome? Yeah. Wasn't he fantastic? Didn't you love his wisdom? Mm. W- wasn't that amazing how he did that or how he lived his life or the impact that he had on me or just be grateful because because you know what? The difference between a great hero and a terrible v- villain is how they react to suffering. Mm. Both the hero and the villain go through suffering. Right, mm. the the villain experiences great hardship. The hero experiences great hardship. What's the difference? The hero sacrifices of himself, yeah, in gratitude for the people around him. Sacrifices of himself for the sake of the the betterment of everyone around him. The villain gets bitter instead of better, yeah, and he becomes resentful for the things that have happened to him. Yeah, bro. So I would say um, in order to ward off that 
that ancient sin of bitterness, that sin of Cain who looked at Abel, his brother, in jealousy and in resentfulness, and he said, God isn't fair for letting this happen, and that resentfulness ate up his whole soul, and then eventually he killed his brother. Yeah. Uh, That can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. And so in order to avoid that sin of having your bitterness engulf you to such a degree that you believe that God isn't fair. Um, instead, if you're going to exhort her in any way, exhort her to gratitude. Yeah. Because, yes, suffering will come and death will come to us all. Yeah. But how you deal with that tragedy uh, will determine whether you're a hero or a villain. You can be a nihilistic, atheistic, bitter towards God person. Or you can be grateful that you ever got the chance to even know that person. Mm. And um, that'll be the difference between how you deal with it is is gratitude or bitterness. I love that, bro. No, thank you for that, too. And absolutely, man. Still for your aunt, bro. Mm. Man, God bless her. And for this person that wrote in this question, first off, thank you for being so open and writing in on that. That's a, that's a blessing of itself because we can all learn from one another. And I think that's why I love this uh podcast so much uh the biggest thing in my life uh you know death is very evident that i've seen in my life i've seen a lot of death in my life Uh, i got a smaller family and uh, as i was growing up i experienced a lot of death when i was younger um so i i didn't know how to handle it and it's so hard to you know there's the recipe for how you help somebody with grieving this is the recipe to help you know there's really not it is in your own way um but what i would encourage everyone dealing with death and and talking to people, say, if my friend in this circumstance, you know, has experienced someone that just passed away, um, you know, the best thing I think I would encourage them in that moment is grieve and go through each step of grieving. I think that's, you know, I've had death just happen. Uh, my mom, my mom's close friend anyways, uh, you know, he, he was living for six, seven years anyways. Uh, my aunt battled cancer. She passed away. This person was in my mom's life. Such a great guy. I love that guy, man. And he was just a friend of my mom and was there for her in those hard times. And I think he got diagnosed right back then. And then he was vacant for my mom's life. He just left. He didn't say anything. And we found out a couple days ago that he passed away from cancer and he was fighting cancer. Um, but I think the biggest point in that is, like I said to my mom, I said, mom, grieve, grieve properly. Cause I saw with my aunt and my grandpa, you know, my mom and grandma had a hard time grieving. And if you delay it and try to be like you say a hero in it, or try to be this tough person that can just handle death. It's scary, but those things will pop up in your future. Oh yeah. So take time and encourage your friend to just dive into it and it's okay to be mad it's okay to be sad it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to have a huge question mark on why that even happened that is completely okay but there's a fact that we all have to accept is death and we're all gonna die and i think i i can't answer why death happens the only thing I, i can say is you know your purpose here is done the lord you know you came and your work here is now done on earth and you know, hopefully, you know, Jesus Christ is and took him as your Lord and Savior. That's my prayer for everyone that passes away. Um, but yeah, just be there and just say, you know, I don't understand, but I'm here. Yeah. And if you just want to, you know, 
smash something, blow something up. You know, if you want to just go on a long drive and not even talk, I'm down and I'm totally okay. If somebody knows that they can be completely 100% vulnerable with you, it will help them soothe that pain and properly grieve. And I think that's something that really gets missed with death. There is steps to grieving. And it's okay to go through those steps. Yeah. Don't try to be a hero like you were saying. You know, I I, I used to go to funerals in Nicaragua and and, and Mm. we can end with this, but I used to go to funerals in Nicaragua and I would hear a woman, like women in Nicaragua at funerals, they wail. You don't really see that in Canada, but Mm. like they would just, they would just cry as loud as you've ever heard. Like just scream at the sky. Wow. Yeah. And they would say, por qué? Por qué? Por qué? Por qué? Por qué? Does that mean why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? And th- and that's what we ask, right? Why? Why? Yeah. In Romans it says God works together all things for good, yeah. for the good of those that love Him. Absolutely, bro. And it's like, well, then why? If mm. if it's for good, then why? But how how is my dad dying good? How yeah. is my aunt dying of cancer good? Yeah. How is you know my uncle being left as a single dad? How yeah. is that good? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. But we see, like. Like First Corinthians says, we we see through a mirror dimly. Yeah, it's like we're living life through a set of binoculars, and we can only see one. <laughs> we can only see two inches of of the full field of view in any yeah. given moment. And yeah, bro. we live right now. We don't live in the past, and we don't live in the future, and we can't see this tapestry that God is 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 making. Absolutely. And everyone dies, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everyone dies, and we all suffer. Yeah. And God himself came mm. down and yeah, not only died, but suffered. And he suffered more than you or I. And he tasted of every type of suffering. Mm-hmm. In Hebrews, it says he's a, he's a high priest. And uh, the reason why he can be our high priest is because he was tempted in every way just like us. Wow. Yet he did not sin. Wow. And so there's nothing you're going through that God cannot sympathize with. Yeah. God himself mm-hmm. came down as a man and he knows that pain. And the only way, see, people often think that the problem of evil and suffering is is a great problem for Christians, and and it is on an emotional level, but it is a greater problem for the atheist. Yeah, yeah, bro. It is a greater problem for the atheist because you have nothing to do with it. All you have is a nihilistic, meaningless directionless universe full of suffering. Go ahead and attempt to justify why existence is better than non-existence to the guy who's about to jump off the bridge if yeah. you're an atheist. Yeah. Go ahead and attempt. Yeah. You won't be able to yeah. because life is full, chock full of suffering. But Absolutely. we walk uphill. It's just it, bro. And at the end of the day, God will and I really believe this. God will work together all things for good. Amen, bro. For his glory. And one day, every single inch and second of my life, the bad times will point to how good he is by contrast. Amen. The good times will point to how good he is through gratitude. And in all ways... Every single thing that has ever happened to me will point to the goodness of God. I might not know how yeah. right now, yeah. but one day I will see. And in that day, 
every knee will bow and every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord, that the lamb who Amen. died for us is worthy. So Amen. trust, just trust, because your only other option yeah. is directionless, meaningless suffering. Yeah. And you, you won't be able to do anything with that, my friend. No. So trust that God is still good. Yeah. Amen. Because that, that is like, uh, that is like, oh man, that is like standing on ground that is invisible to you, that you cannot see, but you trust that it's there. Yeah, literally, bro. And I'd say on that point too, the, the biggest thing in my life personally, um, in this last week too, at the beginning of 2022, um, definitely started off with a shaky, so to say, you know, road, um, but understand, and I understood a concept in those trials and in those hard times and those questioning moments. Don't get mad at yourself for questioning. Actually, give yourself an applause because the you know the quality of questions that you continue to ask yourself, and those things are what really grows you. Yeah. And I think through those times, the the picture of hard times in life. I envision a seed that has been planted and the only way for you to even grow into a tree is it starts its life in the dark. And the only way, if it just decides stop growing, it stays in the dark. But the moment it continues to grow, it comes out and sees this light and then it can grow fruit. And it's just like us. We're all being planted. We've been planted at different times in life and Guys, for you to be listening to this right now, it is for a reason. It's for you. And and I do believe everything happens for us and not to us. And in those moments, remind yourself of that. And if you need anything, like we know, me and Oz are always here for you. I know we can be a little bit maybe savage for myself sometimes. Speak for yourself. But, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but my biggest thing is, is if... My door is open to you. I will love hard. I will be there for you with anything you need. And uh, anytime you need to talk, I'm always here for anyone. Yeah, just and hit him up on his real Instagram because the other one. <laughs> the other one got <laughs> hacked this week, bro. When you get started, bro. Oh, man, you should Yo, see the message I sent dude, to that chick. Dude, the people that hacked me hacked, used my account to hack like nine other people. And oh, those nine really? other people like sent money to the thing. So, guys, please oh, spread the word. No. If someone starts talking about Bitcoin, dude, I don't even trade Bitcoin. I'm on the Forex. <laughs> game and in the stocks game guys so i'm just letting you guys know um but if no, i, I message you about Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah then it's legit you can believe it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely great no, stuff I, I love that one bro it's gonna be a good week and uh everyone stay after it wow and keep what growing. a great question dude that was phenomenal that was a great question wow. keep getting after it send your questions in to lost boys questions at gmail.com and keep getting after it god bless stay hard stay hard